top Chinese altcoins. Up until now, trading crypto in mainland China has been illegal. But as of June 1st, Hong Kong is going to make crypto trading available to everybody. That's why today we're going to run through the absolute best altcoins based in China that could rip because of this news. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Beam Pod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. This is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be revealing the top Chinese altcoins. There's a massive catalyst that's approaching. June 1st, there's a chance that Hong Kong is going to make crypto trading available to everybody. Uh, there's been some discrepancies, whether it will be just institutional players or retail players. But right now, the consensus seems to be that it'll be for everybody. Up until this point, you know, uh, if you've been following us closely, China has made crypto trading, Bitcoin mining, legal, illegal, legal, illegal. Why, why were they doing it? Why are they doing it? Potentially for market manip- manipulation to grab some of these projects and Bitcoin at lower prices uh, because on, on, that, on those news events, the price tend to tank. Right. But as of June 1st, there is a chance that these Chinese altcoins could see a lot of attention because they're in China. Yeah. So we always talk about crypto narratives. You know, if you follow us on Twitter, on our socials and our discord, we always say crypto narratives are key. And this is one we've identified now. And that's why this is a very important episode to not only get an understand of, but watch to the end, because we're going to tell you why this narrative is happening and which altcoins are linked to China that could potentially run. So it's important to note that before this legislation, you know, potentially passes on June 1st, centralized exchanges cannot operate in that area. Mm. But now, you know, when June 1st comes, this could be a massive shift. And why it's so important, not only from the retail side of it, Hong Kong is the number two city in the world for crypto venture capital dollars behind Mm. San Francisco. So if this becomes legal, there could just be a massive tidal wave of billions of dollars flowing into the crypto market. And, you know, not all these altcoins may actually be touched by this venture capital money, but it's all about narrative, right? If a project is based in China, if it has venture capital backing from China, or if the founder is from China, these are the things you need to look for. And, you know, you also want a, a good project as well. Of course. So that's why we've kind of, we've, we've got about, you know, five large caps, maybe a few small cap gems along the way. But these are the altcoins from China that you want to put in your watch list. Remember, this is what happened with the artificial intelligence narrative as well. All the names with AI in them tended to rip, whether or not they're actually going to have anything to do with chat GPT or not. It was just the narrative at the time. They all went up a thousand percent. Yeah. Um, a couple things I want to highlight here too, which I think are very important of why I believe that this narrative could uh, play out quite well is they're doing everything opposite to, to where the U.S. is. So they're going to have state-run banks actually step in and support these projects. So they're going to access to banking. U.S. doesn't get that because there's no regulation. Uh, another thing that they, they did is Hong Kong opened a crypto ETF and they're allowing all exchanges to operate in Hong Kong. So the way I'm understanding this is China is eventually going to accept crypto for everybody. Right now, it's just Hong Kong. So an aspect of an area of China. And I kind of 
use the metaphor of how polka dot runs. So they have the Kusama. Um, that's like the area where you can just free roam, try all these things and see how it works the out. Test net. The test net. And then you have like polka dot where it's like once it's approved for on Kusama, you can bring it over and then it runs on the main chain. Hong Kong right now is acting as like the experiment. The test net for this China. The test net for China. Okay. So it could this could be in bigger run thereafter if everything goes relatively smoothly here. Right. And and a couple of quotes and headlines I've seen come out lately of, of people starting to allude to this narrative coming back and you know so Cameron Winklevoss, uh, you know, one of the you know, Bitcoin billionaire co-founder of Gemini. Gemini yeah. yeah, he tweeted the other day that his thesis is that the next bull run will start in the east and the catalyst could be this legislation in June. Um, and Brian Armstrong, the you know founder and CEO of Coinbase, he says Hong Kong is just a massive player in the crypto industry that no one is talking about. So the rumblings are starting to come out for this narrative, right? Mm, absolutely. All right. So should we jump into some altcoin gems here? Sure. Uh, right. well, maybe we should start with like, the number it's like probably one of the number one. Yeah, let's start with the large caps. We can filter down, and then you know, in the middle and in, in the end of the episode, we'll sprinkle in some small cap yeah, gems okay. for you guys. So Shane and I might have the same. I think we have a lot. We'll probably have a lot of the Similar, same ones yeah. on on here. But I think like VeChain, right? Supply chain management. It's got a two billion dollar market cap. This uh, project has seen multiple huge spikes in the past, and you know, when we did our truth about VeChain episode, we said that it wasn't really seeing enough. Uh, tailwinds in america mm. but i think with but but china also had it as kiboshed yep. crypto trading right so v chain i think is one that could be could do really well this is uh founded by a chinese company bit se in 2015 and it has huge partnerships in china with like walmart china yeah uh, other massive chinese companies that partner with are uh, pwc china uh, some of the biggest auto manufacturers in china if you, if you follow us, you know we love Morpheus Network. You know, it's a supply chain management company that is a much smaller market cap. But when it comes to the narrative, the China narrative, VeChain is the supply chain management company for that area. It has a ton of partnerships. And I think it's, it's in the top 40. I think it's number 38th rank crypto. Yeah. It's a large cap. It'll be one of the first names that you will see run come this China narrative. So put VeChain on the top of your way. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a ho- household name. I think what the founder is uh, Louis Vuitton. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he kind of wanted, he, he started this up so that, you kind of track where all his all the stuff was going. Yeah, right. All right. So the next one I have here that we saw rip in the the mini China narrative in February is Filecoin. Okay. Um, so Filecoin sitting around 30, mar- 30 ranked market cap, so large market cap like VeChain. Uh, Filecoin is a decentralized storage network, so kind of like cloud storage. You know, store your data on the network. It's on the blockchain. You can earn Filecoin tokens in return. Now it's not directly linked to China like VeChain is. However, the founder and the company have uh, received large investments from several Chinese venture capital firms, Sequoia, China, a bunch of the big ones. And this is what I was talking about with this VC narrative. There's tons of VC money on the sidelines in Hong Kong and China ready to go in. And they've already put money into this one company. Who's to say that one, this mu- this won't be one of the poster childs for the China narrative, or they might pump more money into it. You know, if the, if the big boys are invested in these coins, they want the tokens to go up yeah. and they can manipulate them. So they go up. So Filecoin for me has to be on your list. Filecoin and VeChain, you know, some of the OGs in the crypto space, two excellent names to look at from a large cap uh, perspective. Another large cap I have on my list is Conflux. Okay. So that's CFX. It's a $1.6 billion market cap. Um, it's a layer one, high scalability and security for dApps, enabling connections across borders and protocols. It combines 
the security of proof of work and the speed and scalability of proof of stake. This one, I, I thought I had this on my list as well. Yeah. One thing about this one, which is really cool, it's one of the only ones that complies with current regulations in China. Mm. So this is big. You know, if you're looking for um, something that's already regulatory compliant in a country where regulations and laws are very important, Conflux is that. And I think... You know, when we saw this narrative first appear in February, we kind of started talking about it. CFX, Conflux, was one of the biggest movers. It was one of the, fa- yeah, the, one of the fastest yeah. movers. And you always have to remember when narratives come and go, which coins move the fastest. So Conflux is a great one. And this was also selected to be part of the Chinese government-backed blockchain initiatives, like the National Blockchain Innovation Alliance. Mm. Um, so something you really need to keep pay attention to. One more thing about the founder, Fan Long, PhD in computer science from MIT. He received the university's, all of university, best dissertation award. I like This guy's it. a genius as well when it comes to computer programming. Yeah, Conflux. I think if the Chinese narrative comes back, Conflux could absolutely moon. Yeah. All right, going down the list in terms of market cap, the next one I have is NEO. Uh, this is often referred to as like the Chinese Ethereum. Um, you know, it's proof of stake, smart contracts, digital assets, all that kind of stuff. The founders are based in China. And it has received direct support from the Chinese government. So, you know, you know, when we're ripping through these Chinese altcoins, we're doing, you know, we're not doing deep dives into them. We're kind of glossing over them. It's all about the narrative. But you look, at, it's all. I think more important than what the projects do is their links to China. <laughs> and when you see a company like Neo, which is based in China, the founders Chinese and received support from the Chinese government, if the Chinese narrative comes back, Neo is going to. Benefit tremendously. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I have sure. that one on my list as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and we are gl- glossing over these so that you guys can put them on your watch list and you can do your additional research. This is just a, a little bit of a starting point for each one, kind of like we did for the AI podcast that we did. That's right. Uh, another one I have is Alchemy Pay. So ACH, uh, $360 million fully diluted market cap. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a global DeFi platform that allows businesses to accept crypto payments from their customers in a fast and secure manner. What caught my eye with this is their partnership with WeChat Pay. WeChat is a digital is a leading digital payments platform. They have 1.3 billion monthly active users. That's a lot. So if this is going to be sending money across borders, and they already have a 1.3 billion uh, monthly active user base to work with, that already supports 70 countries with 300 different payment channels. Yeah, that's this a, is a big one. That's a great pick for sure. And a quick note on WeChat and WeChat Pay. That's what Elon Musk is trying to make Twitter into. Mm. He saw, he's, he's been on record in one of his interviews where he said, look, there's this app in China called WeChat, and it's the everything app. It's chat. It's social network. It's videos. It's audio. It's music. It's everything. And he says, why is there no app in America that's like that? He says, I'm going to buy Twitter, make it into X, and it's going to be everything. And he's slowly doing this. He's bringing payment into Twitter, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, WeChat and an integration with that, with that company, could be absolutely massive. Yeah, with Alchemy. So, uh, what wh- just on that, what do you think the payment system will be with uh, Twitter? Like, is he going to use Dogecoin? You think, or <sighs> I mean, I don't. I feel like he. Can, I feel like it'll have options in it. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's going to go away completely from fiat, but maybe there will be a crypto option. You know, Bitcoin, Dogecoin, Elon Coin, Twitter Coin. Who knows? Like, mm. yeah, it's going to be interesting to see for yeah, sure. Keep your eyes on that. Yeah. All right, the next one I have, uh, I have another one that's you know, we can kind of quickly gloss over. It's uh, Qtum. Yeah, it's, Quantum. Yeah, yeah, Quantum. So it's uh, number 11 ranked. I don't really have much to say about this one other than it's another another L1 blockchain that's proof of stake. Um, you know, it's the same thing as the last one I mentioned. Founders are based in China, received support from massive 
Chinese venture capital firms, so it has to be on your list. But one that I actually do, um, I think I, I like it a little bit more than, than Quantum, is Ontology. Mm, yeah, Ontology. So this one, it's it's ranked 150th, so the market cap's a little bit smaller than the large caps. 260 mil. Yeah, so the reason I like this one is because it plays into a narrative that we've kind of been talking about, and it's the trust, privacy, and security. It allows people to make b- blockchain-based identity verification systems that can used uh, uh, can be used across different industries. So not only is does this have partnerships with several Chinese uh, companies and the Chinese Ministry of Public Security, mm. so government ties, company ties, venture capital ties, but I really like this narrative of privacy security on the blockchain. It just seems to be one of the most... This narrative makes sense for blockchain. Private, secure, anonymous, you know, ZK, all that kind of stuff. And the fact that this company is doing that in China with these Chinese connections... Ontology for me would be one of my favorite picks of the Chinese narrative. Regulatory compliant. The, it also reminds me a little bit like uh, Cosmos, um, the Atom token, yep. and the fact that uh, businesses can build customized blockchains on top of Ontology. I like that. Which I like. And it also has a major partnership with Baidu. That's uh, China's largest tech company. It's like the Google of... That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Ontology is probably one of the ones I like the most. Yeah. I love that one. Especially uh, relatively low market cap compared yep. to some of the other larger caps that we, we've talked about mm-hmm. um, to date. Um, so what else I have on my list here? I have... I think we could dive into some a couple lower caps. I have Quark Chain on here. It's yep. sitting about 110 mil. They're focused on providing high scalability and security for blockchain applications. They use sharding tech. So like a near protocol. Yep. Uh, headquarters in Beijing, and again, partnerships with major Chinese organizations, China Blockchain Application Research Center, which is government-backed. So yep. Another one to ha- for your list. For sure. So I got, I have two. I know what everyone wants. You got to give the people what they want, <laughs> and the people want small cap gems. All right? So it's time, ding, 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 for some <laughs> small cap gems. Because you know if, if the China narrative comes back, yes, these large cap altcoins will probably be the first ones to see money flow into them. But if the, if the narrative really comes to fruition... These small cap gems, this is where you could find the 5 or 10x, right? Mm. All right, so the first small cap gem I have with only around a $40 million fully diluted market cap is Bytum. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's so this that's is, the one I got. This is a good one. So it's a blockchain-based platform for asset management, including digital assets, real-world assets, and IP. And if you follow us, you know we've been talking about this narrative of tokenization of real-world assets. So not only is Bytum linked to China in the fact that the founder is based in China, and that they have massive investment from Chinese VC firms, but they're operating in a narrative which is this real-world asset X blockchain thing. So it's got so many things going for it, and at a $40, 50000000 million market cap, this is one that I'm really eyeing off. I know. I, th- I think the fact that it ticks kind of two narratives at once, you know, I know that the CEO of BlackRock has called tokenization of real-world real world assets you know, the next generation for markets and the fact that that's what this is doing over in China, pretty big. Yeah, yeah. So that's a nice... Well, what other small cap gems do you have? Their small cap gem I have is Nulls, sitting at 56 mil. Yep. Uh, platform designed to be highly modular, modular and customizable, uh, building blockchain networks using pre-built modules. So it's going to be a really easy to put these into play. Uh, headquarters in China and they're working with a Chinese EV company, Ehang. And uh, they're also doing a blockchain-based smart city project with uh, Ubrica. Yeah, I had Nulls as well as my final small cap gem. And they had this whole thing with microservices. So you build these, I don't know, microservice blockchain platforms that are easier to scale out and can be made to do specific things. 
kind of like, I don't know, side change or something. Um, it's, it's a pretty interesting looking project. Yeah, it's, it's ranked down in the 500, 600s. Yeah. Um, and they also, they've got partnership with PwC China, which is another massive Chinese company. Founders are based in China. This is a Chinese small cap gem, as you said. Market cap's around 50 million. Yeah. So yeah, for, for small cap gems, I think Bytum and Nulls would be the two I would have on my list. Um, but you know, like all of these, what, what I would recommend doing on, if you use, you know, CoinMarketCap or CoinGecko or whatever you're, you're tracking, make watch lists for different narratives. So, you know, have your real world asset watch list, have your AI watch list. And after watching this episode, you should now have your Chinese altcoins watch list. That way, when you see us talking about or anyone else talking about an emerging narrative, you already have the research done and you can flip to your watch list for that specific narrative. Look, you've got your VeChain, your Filecoin, your CFX, your ontology, your small cap gems. Boom. You've got your research. It's like preparing for a test, right? Mm. In school. You've done your research. You've got your large caps. You've got your small caps. When the narrative builds, you can be right in. Yeah, no, I like it. That's what I do. And uh, this is how we stay on top of things and then bring it to you as the audience and the viewers. Yeah. So look, if you have any other altcoins or altcoin gems that you think are linked to the upcoming Chinese narrative, put them in the comments and we'll do a, a deep dive. And hey, if this narrative comes to fruition, we might even do a follow up to this episode. Absolutely. Hey, guys, make sure you tune to the next episode. That one is going to be a banger. All views expressed by speakers on the BeamPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeamPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.